So, today we have an important discourse. How to pray. So, is that on the screen? Oh, how to pray. Let's start like this. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 17. Let's start from there. So, what does it say? The eyes of your understanding being what? So say after me, Father, in today's service, my eyes are enlightened. I understand the word of God much more, and I am strengthened in today's service. In Jesus' mighty name. Okay, so on Monday, the 6th of June, we looked at an important discourse, which was, why pray? And let's see how we can round, um, round up what we've been looking at since um, Monday th- and Thursday. So let's see how we can round that up and move over to what we have for today's service. Can I beg you, if you have a smartphone, you have a book, you have a biro, I suggest you write. I suggest you write. There's, there's a lot of information that's going to hit you today. You're going to be blessed. Trust me. You're going to be blessed. And you're going to be strengthened in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So before we go to how to pray, let us finish why we pray. So we answered some questions concerning what is prayer and why do we pray. For the sake of recap, what is prayer? Is everyone with me today? Okay. Um, you're around on Thursday and you have, I want someone, I want, so, so that you know how important note-taking is. If I just ask now, what is prayer? I can get sporadic answers. So, someone that wrote it down, can you help me? What is prayer? Please open his channel. Let's hear. Prayer is primarily communication with God. Okay, so prayer is primarily communication with God. Praise God. So, prayer is primarily communication with God. He has his notes, he's been writing. I beg in the name of God, for the sake of the future, the same way when you are in secondary school, primary school, or whatsoever institution you are in, to be able to gain knowledge and to be able to refer back to knowledge, you have to write. That's why we're telling you, get a pen, get a barrel. If you have a smartphone, get it. Just write. And to bless you, in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. So let's move with full speed. So why do we pray? Number one. Prayer is a privilege. Prayer is a privilege. Say after me, prayer is a privilege. You can get back to the older teachings on YouTube and the audio should be out hopefully next week. It will bless you in Jesus' name. So number two, why do we pray? In prayer, we fellowship with God organically. In prayer, we fellowship with God organically. Did you get that? So number one, prayer is what? I didn't get you. Prayer is what? Number two, what is prayer? Or why do we pray? Number two. So number three, why do we pray? We pray to cause change. We pray to cause change. Now, when we pray, something happens. There is a supernatural change that happens whenever we pray. And this change takes form in two ways. This change happens in you, and through you. So you can write that down. How does this change happen? Say after me, when I pray, when I pray, I see changes. I see changes in me and through me. Look, 
chapter 9 from verse 58. Let's start from there. Okay, 28, sorry. That was an amazing place to be. And see how funny it is. 58 is also there. <laughs> so, 28. Can everybody read what is on your screen? One, two, three, go. And as he's prayed, what happened? This is Jesus. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered. Why am I starting like this? Remember I said that the change happens how? In you and through you. What really happened that when Jesus began to pray, his countenance was altered? What really? Prayer has, um, prayer has wonder-working inner abilities. If you want to know your true self, pray. Last month, pastor was trying to make, was trying to crack a joke and he was like, oh, some people say, if I show you my true color, if I show you my true self, in the name of fight, and I think I talked, I was with somebody by my side and I was like, oh, your true color, is that poster color? But as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered. As he prayed, as he prayed, as he prayed, it means Jesus knew something that every believer should know today, correct? His countenance was changed. Let me bring it down to our level so that maybe you can understand. How many of us has a smartphone? How many of us do we have a smartphone? And we know that once we connect to Wi-Fi, most of our apps automatically update, correct? There are many apps on your phone, or there could be a few apps on your phones that are some versions backward, correct? And once you connect to the Wi-Fi, they auto-update to their, to their current versions. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now, prayer works this way. I am the device. When I come into prayer, prayer helps me connect to the Wi-Fi. Prayer helps me connect to the Wi-Fi. As I stay longer with, in that environment that prayer has brought me into, I'll begin to receive updates. Are you with me? Listen what says something, that God told him something one day. He said that he was praying in 2016. And he said that there are people right now in 2016 that are still in 2003. Are you with me? There are people that are in 2016 that are still in 2003. Let's bring it to our timeline. There are people that are in 2022, but the last time they heard from God was 2010. 12 years. Do you know what that means? It means that the current way God needs you to be, you are not it yet. Are you with me? Are you with me? Oh, God. Help me communicate words to your people. Okay, let me bring out an example so that you understand. Acts chapter 13 from verse 1. Acts 13.1, I think, it will help me to communicate what I'm trying to say. Acts 13.1. Now they were in the church that was Antioch, certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, and Manian, which, um, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. And they ministered to God and fasted. The Holy Ghost said, separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. So as they ministered unto the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. Now, if you study Acts of the 12, there was no place where God told them, Fast and pray. Are you with me? There was no place where God told them, Fast and pray, so that you hear from me. I'm trying to drive home a point. There was not a place. But as they fasted and they prayed, 
The current emphasis that God needed to happen was given to them, correct? Correct? So he says, separate me, Barnabas, and Saul for the work whereon I have called them. Are you with me? So with that, um, the software um, analogy and the updating, let me show you something. Gospel, come. Brother over here. Come, kiss it. Stand here. Maybe so that I can help everyone get a brighter picture of what, what I'm trying to see. You still have some time. So, assume these guys are both Android devices. Or one is iPhone, one is Apple. Whichever it is. Now, this is version one of the first release of an application. This is version one. This is version 10. Okay? How many of us on our phones will receive um, this pop-up notification? Like it just comes up. And you see, oh, you've been, like, Access Bank now. Those people. Um, bank maintenance. It is not any transaction. Bank maintenance. Uh, 100 naira. Sorry, card maintenance. 100 naira. Just collect the money like that for free. As you, when they built the first version, as you, when they built the first version, that feature wasn't there. And when they built the second version, it has everything needed. Are you with me? If I, as the creator of the application, am to send an update to both of these applications. When he receives it, he's confused. What am I doing with this? Where is this meant to go? Because the feature needed to get that thing done is not there. For him, it's like, oh, it makes sense. Okay, so just push it. Let the person see what is meant to read. Are you with me? Please take your seat. Do you know that's what happens to many believers? Many believers, because they've not stayed with God, what that happens to them is that now they're trying to pray like, oh Lord, please guide me, please lead me. And then God is giving them answers, but because their current spiritual state is low, able to pick it. Are you with me? Are you with me? Prayer must first do a work in you. When prayer begins to work in you, you begin to understand what God is trying to say to you at that present point in time. Are you with me? What that means is that when Jesus prayed and his countenance was changed, there was a working of the Spirit within him, keeping him up to date with the plan and the purposes of God. Are you with me? Are you with me? As you study through that scripture, that place you see an unveiling. There's where you see prophets, prophet Elijah and Moses, telling you that he's actually better. That explanation, I think, <laughs> I jumped the gun. So that explanation is actually... Um, something that will take place after I can't do that in this service. It's a very long explanation. But he was changed. So when I pray, I receive updates from heaven. That walking first begins to change me. It begins to walk inside me first. Are you with me? Did you understand what I just said? So, oh, praise God. So when we pray, there are changes that take place in us. There are changes that take place in us. So imagine if the apostles never prayed at this point in time. How will they know that it is the leading of God to separate Paul and Barnabas for the work of God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If they never prayed, how will they know? It's the same thing about your life. You must continue praying. The more you pray, the more you receive updates. The more you are strengthened to do all God needs you to be. Are you with me? Are you with me? Many times, let's say, let's say the person in 2010. Many times, in 2010, God may have told this person, I want to make you a mighty entrepreneur. 
You're going to do this, 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 and this. If he stops in 2010 and say, oh, that's all I need. Let me keep going. Do you know what will happen? He will end up a casualty. Are you with me? Because in that journey that God wants to lead you through, in that journey the way God wants to lead you through, to know your left from your right, where you need to go, where you need to move, to be all he needs you to be, you need to receive updates from him on a consistent level. Are you with me? You must pray. It's important. You cannot be all God has called you to be without prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I just, can I move a little bit further? Acts chapter 4. Give me Acts 4. I want to show you something that happened to the apostles. Okay. Keep it there. Let me, let me, let me give a, um, a brief explanation of what happened. So in Acts chapter 3, the apostles had gone to pray for a, um, a blind man at the beautiful gate. Sorry. A lame man at the beautiful gate. And they had prayed for him and he was healed. People were rejoicing. Then the Pharisees took them aside and told them they should never preach about Jesus again. Hello? The Pharisees were one of the most powerful people in the time of Israel. Is everyone with me? They're one of the most powerful people in the time of Israel. And they had beaten these guys up and told them that they should never talk about Jesus. They should go. Do you know what is the response of the disciples were? It was not, oh God, you are forsaking us. On our first ministry escapade, we healed a man, they beat us. What shall we do? No. In the part of this chapter 4 as well, in the part of this chapter 4, you see them praying. Praying. Okay, go back. Try and get to the prayer. Let me, let me show something. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants with all boldness that with all boldness they may speak thy word. 28, 30. By stretching forth thine hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. 31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spake the word of God with what? They had received an update. Are you with me? So when they prayed, the response of heaven was to give them boldness. So they were afraid. And they were like, what's happening? They, they beat Peter and James. Oh my God. We have to pray. That's their first response. Because I imagine the amount of fear that was in their hearts after this had happened. And now they began to pray. And they speak the word of God with boldness. Okay, give me 33. Let's move above this. Look at this. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And great grace was upon them what? You can never be all God has called you to be if you are not willing to pray. That's the problem with the church of today. Many people are trying to find shortcuts, means to bycourt God. It will not work. You want to do all God has called you to do? God has called you that this is what you need to be. You need to give yourself to prayer. Beyond even just that, in your daily life, if you give yourself to what God needs you to do, if you pray the right way, if you pray, your life cannot be normal. There are many things that happen to many people that just simply because they did not pray, just simply because they did not pray, they were out of alignment. Prayer. It's so important. I remember at the base of the ministry when we had started. 
2020 to be precise, this 2020 to be precise, the least still said, we're going to pray. God has called us to do big things, but we'll pray. Sometimes we'll pray till we see the sun come up. And sometimes it looked as though nothing was happening. Are you with me? Sometimes it looked as though nothing was happening. By, 20, by that time, 2020, because we're trying to see how we could sort out a lot of financial needs and everything, we just noticed that we would post a link on, on the podcast. Somebody from Singapore will follow. See, there are countries that we've seen on the podcast then. We've never seen them before. As in, eye to eye, we've never seen these people. What is people listening to the messages? In terms of giving, sometimes strange people we've never seen. Just say, oh, I feel led. There was a day somebody came, came to this gate and was knocking. Said, and God is telling me right now, I must give to this church. People must, I want to give to the church. Give me an account number. Sometimes, uh, not even sometimes, most of the times, the issues in your life will only change when you've given yourself to sufficient prayer. Are you with me? Are you with me? The Bible says the yoke will break because of the anointing. Actually, what that rendition trying to say is that the, the chains will break because you have become big, you become fatter. So the chains that were meant to bound, to keep you bound, you've grown bigger than them. That's what prayer does for you. It must first do a work in you. Are you with me? Are you with me? So prayer must first do a work in you. Technical. Prayer must first do a work where? Prayer must first do a work where? Secondly, prayer must do a work through you. There's a change that prayer does. It does it in you and through you. So we've looked at in you. So what about through you? Acts chapter 12 from verse 1. Thank you, Lord. Acts 12 from verse 1. Read in unison, 1, 2, 3, go. There's a quote by John Wesley. It says, it seems as though God will do nothing except men pray. It seems as though God will do nothing except men pray. How would you, how would you explain it? That James, the brother of Jesus, James, same mother, James was killed and God did nothing. James was killed, God did not move an inch. <laughs> and the church said, oh, um, what's that? There's one, there's, there's one word I see. I see no Sarah, Sarah, or this. I forgot how they call it. Say that thing. What will be, will be. Uh, they are taking James. They took Peter. I said, eh? They took the leader of the church. I said, no. Eh, eh. We will pray. See this one. I said, prayer was made. Prayer was made without what? Seizing. Prayer was made without seizing. So James was killed. I didn't pray. I said, okay. He's been killed. Now, Peter has been captured. They said, no. We will pray. Not the funny thing. And when, while they were still praying, you see, this particular chapter is to be an example for every one of us. While they were still praying, an angel had gone to the prison, freed Peter. Oh, find, help me and find it. Okay, look at this. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon, upon him, and the light shone in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side, and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly, and his chains fell off from his hand. Eight. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself, and bind on thy sandals, and so he did, and he said unto him, Cast thy garments about thee. Nine. He went out and followed him, and we thought that it was true, so he thought he was, he was dreaming. 
which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. Then, when they were past the first and second words, they came onto the iron gate, which leadeth unto the city. Look at this. Which opened to them of his, of his own accord, and they went out, and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. Wait back. Stay on 10. Look at it. said, the iron gate, which leadeth unto the city, which opened to them of his own accord. Sometimes we think about the, the, the apostles of one and say, oh, they were extraordinary people. Ah, strange miracles, strange signs. Look at what they did. Do you know that Peter, later on, met them praying. Peter met them praying. That's what you call intercession. Prayer was made. This one that, that is, is not, oh, Lord, my God. Early will I seek you. So, tested for you, oh God. I will, I will be ashamed. I will not be ashamed. Nothing that says, amen, amen. Blessings. If they are living inside family house, bless you. Know, Jesus. Hey. I slept. That's not that kind of, it's not that kind of prayer. These guys prayed until the point that, see, Peter had, see, there was no other response from heaven. But to send an angel say, this thing is too much. Bring out Peter. Bring him out. So first we see that prayer doesn't work in us, correct? And if we pray, if you are just willing to pray, there's something God is willing to do through your prayers. Are you with me? Don't think that because you are young or you are old that God doesn't answer your prayer, God doesn't hear your prayers. God has so much to do with your prayers. So, so you can see. These guys, they prayed without ceasing. And by reason of that prayer, there was an angelic intervention. Do you know that there are issues in your life right now? That if you would just say that I will kneel down, I will pray about this issue, I will talk to God about this issue, that God can step in. Hello? Doesn't matter how difficult that situation is. Because if you look at how the Roman kingdom is being structured, there's no way in heaven's name that Peter would have escaped. That one is dead, is that one is dead. But by reason of men praying, by reason of the prayers of men, he was delivered. Praise God. Say after me, when I pray, I see changes. When I pray, I see changes. When I pray, I see changes. Thank you, Father. So let's move on to our final discourse as we begin to get ready to wrap up this service as we connect to follow up with the least word. Praise God. So, how do we pray? Now that we've seen that prayer is a privilege, now that I've seen that prayer is a privilege, and in prayer we fellowship with God organically, and also that by prayer we see change. So how do we pray? After this, after this um, teaching we're going to have, can we pray after this teaching? Can we pray after this teaching? If we are learning how to pray, we've seen why we should pray, and we're learning how to pray, it will be important that we also take our time to exercise, correct? Correct? Uh, so maybe just two, three minutes, we'll pray, and we'll trust God for miracles in the name of Jesus. So how to pray? How to pray? The first thing I want to say is there is a way to pray. There is a way to pray. 
You cannot master anything that you've not learned intentionally. You cannot master anything you've not learned intentionally. You cannot master anything that you've not learned intentionally. How many of us have heard this phrase? Um, practice, I say practice. <laughs> practice makes perfect. How many of us have heard that phrase? Practice makes perfect. But can I add something to that phrase for you? Consistent practice makes improvement. Consistent practice makes what? And it's important that we must look at how to pray. The truth is, if you've not understood the why, you will not be able to ask how. Correct? For example, we see in Acts chapter 2 where, where Peter began to teach um, began to teach the Israelites about why Jesus had to die, why he ascended, rose from the dead, and other details concerning the gospel. And when they understood why, they asked, how then shall we be saved? Are you with me? So, if maybe because of time you've not been able to understand why, go back to the previous teachings and listen to them in Jesus' name. So, how to pray. Number one, determine to pray. Number one, what, is, what did I say? Number one, what did I say? Look at Jeremiah 30, 21. Jeremiah, is he on your screen? What does it say? For, is he, for who is he that does what? Are you seeing this? Remember, the Bible tells us that the eyes of the Lord goeth to and fro. As of the Lord goeth to and fro. So God actually knows when a man engages his heart. Bring more light on this scripture. Can you give me Genesis 4.25? And Adam knew his wife again and she bare a son and called his name Seth. For God said she had appointed me another seed instead of Abel whom Cain slew. 26. And to Seth, to him also there was born a son and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Then began men to do what? Go back to Jeremiah 30.21. Let's create a link. Jeremiah 30.21. And their nobles shall be of themselves. Shall glory. glory. Oh, good. Glory. Hallelujah. And their governor shall proceed from the midst of them. Hallelujah. Look at it. He said, and I will cause him to draw near. Who is going to do the drawing? Who is going to do the drawing? And he shall, look at it. And I will cause him to draw near, and he shall approach unto me. For who is this that engage his heart to approach unto me? He said, I will draw. I will draw. I will draw. Why, why, why did I come back to the scripture? Do you know that there are times when you feel that God is calling you to pray, but you just say, uh, I don't want to pray. You virtually felt somebody wake you from sleep to pray and just said, and the hand came again, woke you up again. Wake up. <laughs> An event happened to me last week Sunday. So I think I shared it with some, some people. It was 5.21. I felt like I had slept and I woke up by 5.21 again. And I felt like I slept again. I woke up by 5.21 again. Then I felt like I slept again. I woke up by 5.21. I stood up. I said, wait. I had to check. There was someone that was sleeping beside me. I had to check the time. I said, it's a lie. 
I cannot be waking up three times. The same one minute. I checked his time. It was 5.22. See? <laughs> I'm determined to pray. If God like, let's even pour water from heaven and bath you. Spiritual bath. Wake up. He will still go back and say, praise God. You must be determined to pray. You must determine to pray. You see, one of the tricks of the enemy is that he wants it to look as though prayer is hard. He wants it to be that way. I remember on Friday, we were having all night prayers. We were having all night prayers. Omo, see, I'll not lie. I was tired. I was stressed. I think my system, <laughs> my system had crashed. Two days worth of work had gone, and I had to now reset the system, get the system back, start working. After all that stress, and then I came back came for all night. I was not told that Lagos Church needs help for live streaming. That can I be in that call? Did I want to now sleep? I joined the call. Joined the call. Joined the call. It was close to 10, 10, 10 p.m. And I stood up to say, let's pray in the language of the Spirit. I just stood up, say, let's pray in the language of the Spirit. I felt as though sleep just came on me. So, for those people that were around, notice. And this TV, the Lord saved you. Some normal people will be like, hey, this sleep has come. Let me just go sleep the sleep. <laughs> What's it I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to say, hey, my guy, you are not strong, just sleep. But many times you don't know what you are doing when you pray. Remember what we just looked at? When we pray, we receive updates, right? When we pray, we see things happen, right? Satan does that thing because he knows that if he can stop you from being in sync with God, if he can stop you from changing the events of your life by prayer, he has stopped you. There are many people who just because I go to work, I come back, I'm tired, I'll not pray. Plus, Jesus minus Satan, that is all the prayer I need to pray. Do you know how many people have become spiritual casualties of things that happen? Can I say some things? There are people that become spiritual casualties of things that are happening in their environment. In a particular lineage, God has said that you, if you will, if you will seek, soak into me and sink into me, I will make you all have said you are meant to be. Your father has gone the same path. Your grandfather went through the same path. Your great-grandfather went through the same path. They made the same mistakes. You are seeing with your two korokoro eyes that you are about to enter the same mistake. You are just, you are saying, no, I don't need to pray. Don't become a casualty of spiritual happenings. Are you with me? Many times, God wants to use you to change the direction of a generation. You must yield to prayer. You must determine to pray. So what will Satan do? He will magnify your flesh. He will magnify your flesh to ensure that that, that infirmity of your flesh will hold you down. God, this is not in my notes, but scripture is coming to me. Oh, Spirit of God, remind me, remind me, remind me. Scripture is coming to me. Galatians chapter 5, thank you, Jesus. Galatians chapter 5, give me, give me 16. Galatians 5, 16, please. Galatians 5, Galatians chapter 5 from verse 16. Oh, precious Lord. <laughs> Satan is a liar. Who has, who has a Bible? Let someone read for me. Galatians 5, 16, see on the screen. Okay, beautiful. Works. Okay, look at this. This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill what? Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill what? 17. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh 
And these are contrary one to the other so that you cannot do the things that what? So that you cannot do the things that what? What Satan will do is he will try to, to show your flesh that, try to enable your flesh to show you that don't yield to the spirit. All this prayer, prayer, prayer. You know they tire self. Yeah, I pray for three hours now. Has anything happened? <laughs> the flesh lusted against the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. Say after me, I yield to the spirit. Have you noticed that when you fast more and pray more, it's harder for you to fall into sin? Maybe if you've not tried it, let me help you. Try it. Fast. Pray. When you fast and pray, those things are saying, hey, are they falling inside? Are they fall? Are they? You don't see that the strength will fall not be there. You see the thing, just get tired and just be walking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say after me, I will determine to pray. Sir, your destiny relies on it. I beg you, sir. I beg you, ma. Maybe I'm a young boy. I don't know what I'm saying. I've not faced life. If that's what you think. Or maybe I've not faced life. But, sir, <laughs> this Bible is older than I am. This Bible is older than every single one of us here. This Bible has lasted many civilizations, rise and fall. A man that is not yielded to the spirit will be part of casualties of this world. A man that is not yielded to the spirit will be part of casualties in this world. There are casualties that God has in his ultimate plan desired that you will escape. You now decided that I will not pray. Can I beg you? Determined to pray. Can I, can I tell you something important? If you will pray, if you soak yourself into God, if you give yourself to prayer, if you stay longer in God, can I tell you what happened to you? As you change, as God begins to update you, do you know that that same thing that's happened to you can affect your generation? God called out Abraham. Out of Abraham, he blessed a people. Let God call you out. Be that man of prayer in your family that God will call out to be a priest unto your family so that God can save your family and set them out for greatness. Hallelujah. 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 Say, I will determine to pray. I will determine to pray. I will determine to pray. Number two, as we end this session, set a time, a place, and an atmosphere for prayer. Set a time, a place, and an atmosphere for prayer. Set a time, a place, and an atmosphere for prayer. Set a time, set a place, and an atmosphere for prayer. Before I touch this, can I say something? Remember that we read in Acts chapter 12 from verse 5, if I'm correct. And it says prayer was made without season of the church, correct? Correct? Paul tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 that you should pray without season, correct? What is the thing that you do without season? What? I didn't hear you. What? 
Uh-huh. Until prayer becomes like breathing to you. Until prayer becomes like breathing to you. You're still in the journey. God wants prayer to be like breathing to you. To be like breathing. Something that flows naturally. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let's move forward. So we said set a time, set a place, and an atmosphere for prayer, correct? So number one, set a time. Acts 3 from verse 1. Set a time. Acts chapter 3 from verse 1. Set a time. Acts chapter 3 from verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together in the temple at the what? At the what? <laughs> as important as it, is, as it is to pray spontaneously, such that when the Lord leads you to pray, you pray. Huh? It's also important that you set out a t- Can I tell the truth? If you only respond to spontaneous times of prayer, you will not grow. Praise God. If you only respond to spontaneous times of prayer, you will not grow. And so the matter is, if you've not learned how to set a time for prayer, you may not, in fact, most of the times, you may not even be able to respond to the spontaneous prayers that God's leading you to do. Because sometimes, those spontaneous prayers, it takes strength to do them. Hallelujah. It takes strength to do them. So, we said set a time. Two, set a place. So, what we mean by set a place, actually find a place with little distractions. Find a place with little distractions. Matthew 6 from verse 6. Matthew 6 from verse 6. Is on your screen. What does he say? One, two, three, go. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which is in secret shall reward thee openly. Now, somebody may read this and be wondering, um, I live with people. It's not possible for me to shut my door because I live with some people inside my room. If I'm inside the Palo, there are people there. doesn't matter where I go. There are people virtually everywhere. So I can give you an advice. Wake up earlier than every other person. Sleep early. Wake up earlier than every other person. And take our time to pray. I'm not saying there won't be distractions. I'm saying find a time where there will be little distractions. Try and find ways around your current circumstance to pray. Refuse to be distracted. Say after me, I refuse to be distracted. Lastly, we said, um, set an atmosphere for prayer. So set a time, a place, and an atmosphere for prayer. Hallelujah. 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 How many of you have been blessed? Are you sure you've been blessed? I love to end in this way. We're going to round up this part. In creating an atmosphere, you must learn how to put yourself in order before prayers. You must learn it. It's one of the biggest secrets in ease in prayer. Some people say that they will pray by 9 o'clock. And by that 9 o'clock, their minds are still flying 
left, right, up, center, trying to get this done, trying to get that done, trying to put this in place, trying to get that in place. Can I give you an advice, a very simple advice? When you have an appointment by 9 o'clock, you need to be somewhere by 9 o'clock. Do you start preparing for that appointment by 9 o'clock? Hello? Do you start preparing for that appointment by 9 o'clock? That's what many of us will do. You say, I'm going to pray by 9. By that 9 o'clock, you are still, your mind is still flying everywhere. By the time you are now coming to pray, you are distracted. Let me give you something that can help you. Before you start praying, at least, if you say you want to pray by 9 o'clock, between 5-10 minutes to 9, shut down everything. You can play, you can play music, something that can bless you, something that I know will stir you up to pray. You can play that and be following the person to be singing. Just be singing, 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 singing. Let that song charge you up, charge you up, charge you up, charge you up. By 9 o'clock, start praying. Try it and see what will happen. You can try it this night. Five to ten minutes before the time. Listen to a song. Create an atmosphere around that song. Just be singing, rejoicing. Put your mind and your all into it. Then transition into the prayer. It will be a whole lot easier than just standing and just start praying. Hallelujah. 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 Have you been blessed? Have you been blessed? Have you been blessed? You see, prayer is so important. To be all God has called us to be, we must pray. Are you with me? So number one, how, how do we pray? Number one, determine to pray. Number two, how do we pray? Let me wrap up with this. Give me Isaiah 40, 31, 30, 27. Give me 28. Let's see. Isaiah 40, 28. Why do I want to end with this? A person that has not decided to Isaiah 40. A person that has decided that he will not pray, will not walk into all God has called him to do. A person that decided not to pray, will not walk into all God has called him to do. For Tako Church, a person that has not decided to pray, will not walk into all God has called him to do. See, let it be that you are sleepy. Let it be that you are tired. Let it be that you are weak. Pray. Let it be that you are praying and while you are walking, you fell on the ground. Stand up and pray. By all means, don't stop. Hallelujah. I'm reminded of one of the times when I started my prayer, started taking down to prayer at night. I was a whole lot younger. Um, one of the nights I had prayed and prayed, and I was so tired of praying. So I kept a size two for my hands here and for my legs. So the other part of my body was, was, was suspended on the air. I had to do that because, you know, it takes strength to keep your body straight, right? So hopefully... When, when I'm slouching, I'll wake up. It did not work. I slept in that position. So, there are many techniques <laughs> that people want to use to keep themselves awake. But can I tell the truth? As you pray and you give yourself to prayer, God will give you strength. Are you with me? Let it be that you tried the first time you failed. Tried the second time you failed. Tried the third time you failed. Let me even shock yourself. It was a 21 days prayer, prayer stretch that people, that people were having. Not prayer stretch, like it was from 12 to, 12 to 1 kind of prayers. And the pastor said, everybody, we're going to pray in the night. Everybody said, amen. The first night, I slept all through. So I got to church and the pastor said, how many of you prayed? Shame, shame. See, I, I never felt so ashamed because I felt like everybody would sleep all through now. I turned back, see hands. I said, Lord, I must pray. 
I woke up. Oh God. Pray, 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 pray. I said, Lord, I pray one hour, 13 minutes last. I told my alpha, I saw 10 minutes. I said, God, God, punishment. I was praying and looking at the time. And like I said, the second hour, I'll be slow. Bam. 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 There's no technique I not try to avoid sleep. I sat down. Did like this. But I noticed that the more I took out time to pray, in that 21-day stretch, I found out that I could stay longer the more I prayed. Hello? I could stay longer the more I prayed. So the more you pray, you receive strength. Hallelujah. So let's read the scripture as we round up. Isaiah 40, 28. Look at this. It says, Have thou not known, has thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the, the, creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, Neither is weary, there is no section of his understanding. 29. He giveth power to the what? He giveth power to the what? And to them that have no mind, he does what? He giveth power to the what? He giveth power to what? Maybe read it so that it won't be like I'm trying to conjure this thing. He giveth power to what? And to them that what? Look at this. So even the young bubbling guys shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. 31. But they that wait upon the what? They that wait upon the what? Shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is the answer to being all God has called you to. Are you with me? This is the answer. This is it. If you will pray and wait upon the Lord, he will strengthen you. He will enable you to be all he has called you to be. Let's rise up on our feet and just begin to pray right now. Sick.